0: Welcome to the Wealthy Money Property Podcast, your ultimate resource to unlocking your inner property guru and building a property investment portfolio. Now introducing your host for the show. Okay. (laughs) Hello, guys. Hi, property magicians. Welcome to, we don't have, this episode doesn't have a, episode number. It's just a Christmas episode for 2020, Christmas of 2020. Mm -hmm. Uh, My name is Vangile Makwakwa. I'm your host for the show. Find me under Vangile Makwakwa on Twitter and Instagram and under Wealthy Money on Facebook. And I help women heal ancestral money trauma. Well, women of color heal ancestral money trauma so they can fall in love with their bank accounts and live their best lives. And with me is my Co
1: host. Hi there. Merry Christmas to everyone. Welcome to our Christmas edition. I am Dr. Miranda Prop Doc Mum. Yes, Property Doctor Mum. I am Prop Doc Mum on all the platforms on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. What do I do? I'm a property mentor for beginners and I help um, professionals to set up a property portfolio form a passive income, build legacies, and add an income stream to what they are doing. So welcome to our episode. This is gonna be fun. What have we got Vanilla, for them? Oh
0: my gosh, what have we got for you guys? So Meza and I actually went back and forth and we thought, what do we do for this Christmas episode, right? Mm, in 2020, we covered so many bases in 2020, we turned one, <laughs> we yes. have 64 episodes out, um, yeah, like we've got almost 40,000 downloads on Podbean, so we thought, well, we have a um, guest of ours, Papa Pochi. Um Yadom, and he was and he always sends us his feedback and his takeaways mm. from yeah. every episode so we thought this is perfect why don't we give more of our overall feedback for the year and invite him mm-hmm. as one of our guests for the show to share his feedback and it was incredible it's been incredible,
1: incredible. It is. is. We love love how Papa does this. He he gets excited about an episode. And sometimes (laughs) we recorded the episode, moved on to our daily lives and whatever we're doing and recording some more episodes. And he'll come up with this whole write up on WhatsApp weekly. We have feedback from him. And we just thought, here's a dedicated listener. By the way, he was one of our podcast guests. And he will Go, because we share three take, uh, takeaways from every episode, he'll go and write down. And he's so dedicated, yeah. guys. It is so impressive. He will go yeah. and write a whole par- paragraph about how he thinks this episode impacted him and he'll share as well how it has changed his property business right now so Mm. you guys are in for a treat and we thought let's bring in a listener let's bring in one of the avid listeners of of property magicians podcast not only is it going to highlight but it will make you want to go back to certain episodes even though Mm. even if you thought uh, I know this podcast. I look forward to the new episodes. The old yeah. episodes actually are gems. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. You're, so
0: you're so in so for your a treat, practice. guys. <laughs> so this is our Christmas gift to you. Let's move on to the actual show. Enjoy. Enjoy. Welcome, Papa. Thank you for being our extra takeaway person.
2: Oh. <laughs> How's it? You're I'm glad you're having me here.
1: Welcome to yeah. our live Co-host. okay, wow. <laughs> Nice
2: one.
0: Yeah, so guys, as we've mentioned in the intro, um, this is a special episode and Papa always sends us messages, uh, long messages on WhatsApp with me saying hi on what he's gotten from the episodes. So we thought it would be really cool to do takeaways that we've learned Mizo and i have learned and then what papa has also learned from listening to this podcast over the years so let us go wow
2: uh, we do it ready papa okay which of you ladies want to start
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh
1: right.
0: okay uh i can ben, go. i think you should
1: go first Okay, sure. I think you should (laughs) go.
0: So my takeaways from the episodes for the last 12 months, actually we've done a lot of, um, compared to uh, last Christmas, um, I think by the time we got to December last year, we hadn't interviewed as many industry specialists as we have this year. So my (laughs) key takeaway for... This year was just the industry specialists and like the people that I didn't know you needed on your team, right? Like uh, episode 58, we learned about quantity surveying with Celon. And one of the things that I learned from that episode was how important it is to have a quantity surveyor from the jump, how you need a quantity surveyor on your team. And what I also learned from Absolutely. that episode was how they are industry bodies for quantity surveyors and how like um, what you mm-hmm. needed to know the documentations that you don't just go and you're like, oh, you're a quantity surveyor, come on my team. You need to know the person's documentation and you can ask certain key questions and that there's a body that you can refer to when it comes to quantity surveying. So Absolutely. industry specialists who are on your team. And then episode 62, which is very recent with the town planner, who's takisa, right? Like um, on the episode... You guys hear me ask questions about, wait a minute, like I thought Res 1, Res 2, Res 3, like if I'm Res 1 in Johannesburg and I'm doing Res 2 in Cape Town and Res 3 in Johannesburg, in Durban, that they're the same thing. What I learned, which I'm pretty sure is the same for most of us, is that zoning is completely different in every part of the country. In every Every municipality, Mm -hmm. even in the same province, you can have different zoning things. You know, I don't know Mm -hmm. what they call the Res 1, Res 2, and Res 3, and Res (laughs) 4. So, like, that for me was a shock to the system. And that this is important to, this is why you talk to town planners. This is why you have them on their team. Because, Whenever people are talking about Res 3 in Durban, I'm thinking it's the same thing. Res 3 in Durban is Res 3 in Joburg, and even that little town in Durban is not the same. So that was huge. And actually it turns out to be very relevant to my current property investment situation. So this is why that stuck for me, because now Absolutely we're in the process true. of having to convert um, the zoning for one uh, for the building that we are purchasing. So super important. Um, yeah, and since then we've actually been referred to a town planner, and we now are working okay. with the town planner. New things. Absolutely. I would not have known about this, right? So, mm. I think like I'm actually taking away things that are relevant to my life. By the way, yeah. oh, the other thing with the That's quantity true. surveyor that I would say I also learned. Sorry to jump back. Was the import- how quantity surveyors do cost control in your property yeah. investment property? I did not. I didn't accountant. even know that there was a thing around cost control, <laughs> guys. Like, what <laughs> concerns me is that I'm literally learning. For my own investment property, uh, from this yeah. pro- uh, from this podcast. So make no mistake, yeah. I'm also like a student, and I'm like, oh my gosh, what's happening? Great to have a yeah. coach, though, right? Because like he's also mm. helping with that, and great to have Miso, who's a coach, because she's also helping us with mm. that. And then episode fifty-five, the architect. Yo, um,
1: I'm
0: not gonna lie. Wasn't
1: that? With Tachof,
0: I, thought, I thought that what architects do, and again on my project, Rude Awakening, I thought that the architect yeah. just makes things look beautiful.
1: It's <laughs> 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 a had great architect. Yeah.
0: No, I mean like that's how you get beautiful buildings. That's what the archi- that's what architects do. They give you beautiful buildings. So um what I What episode that, number again, is
1: that, Van?
0: So Telka is episode 55, guys. Yeah, so in case someone wants to go there. That, yes. So what I learned on that, and I guess my takeaway from that, is that your architect and your quantity surveyor work hand in hand. And sometimes your architect, your quantity surveyor, your town planner work hand in hand. And what they do is they look at plans, right? They put together the plans for the entire project. So that was my number one takeaway. I hope that that helps. Just like, yeah. it's not just about the investing. You need to understand what the heck the team does. As. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh. I like oh. that. I like that mm-hmm. very much. I like that takeaway, Van. I mean, you just mentioned three professionals. There are many others. But what mm. these professionals do on your project and, and when you're doing a development, don't mm. even go and cut corners because it can be very costly. I like that very much. Papa, do you want to go second?
2: <laughs> okay, no, cool. Thanks. I think, um, yeah, thanks for that. I think that makes a, a lot of sense. And uh, one of the things that uh, I struggled with, I remember when uh, you guys asked me the question about the the power team was yeah. uh, that it actually delayed my progress even in terms of getting into property because I felt I didn't, I knew you needed a power team, um, mm. and all of these different professionals and I yeah. didn't know where to start. Uh, but actually that uh, took me back to, I think it was episode um, 25 with my Josephine. Mm. Yeah. Now, uh, I think that was one of my uh, favorite podcasts. And wow. I think on, on, Is on it? my side, Is I've, it? I've gone through a journey now where I actually went to the beginning of all the podcasts and just started from wow. the beginning, just listening to each uh, episode. And I yeah. think just the reason for that is, I don't know if you guys have picked it up, but um, you know, property is not actually a good investment if you're a bad investor. <laughs> I mean, yeah. there's, there's actually no, there's no investment that's good if you're a bad investor. And that's just in terms that's of true. how much education uh, that, you, yeah. that you've uh, gotten. And that's what I've been finding with these. And I remember listening to Josephine and I mean, she just spoke and, you know, when you guys asked about her power team and so on, she didn't understand, but she just relayed all the people who had helped her.
3: Yeah. And I realized that's actually
2: what the, the power team is, people that yes. are going to be able to help you yes. uh, make things uh, easier. And sometimes you don't know that these are the people you need up until, like, when you're going through your journey with the building and you realize, mm. oh, no, I need a town planner. I need an architect. Yeah. because yeah. I don't know how to do these things. Yeah. Mm. yeah. If that makes sense. And yes. I think the other thing as well from my Josephine's uh, story, well, that was the first time where, you know, I, I listened to somebody explain in very simple terms, what one would actually do with Tough. I mean, I, I didn't know Tough before yeah. then. I, I'd seen tough yeah. uh, around the buildings in uh, Johannesburg, because I drive around Johannesburg all the time. Yeah. I just assumed that there's some government agency. So if you want to use them, you need some connection. I never paid attention at wow. all to them. So it just humanized wow. that whole um, approach with them, and after listening to the story, I actually got to work. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> now I got to work. I've I've seen about uh, I've probably gone to see about 40 different uh, buildings. Uh, no way! Just in terms of wow, Papa! Now I've been driving around because beforehand, I mean, you guys would be aware it was mostly about um, apartments, and I'm still quite mm. keen with that. But after listening to, it, I thought. Okay, let me just do the basics in terms of what she's speaking about here, and yeah. oh, I've seen many, many buildings, so I'm looking to work with um, on a building project with a, a friend of mine, but we'll discuss that later, um, yeah. so that episode has really helped a lot, just to understand where to start, uh, what to look yeah. for, what to present, um, yeah. and just things like that. Gosh, other that one, is uh, so good. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. the other one that made a, a lot of sense for me uh, was in my bench uh, podcast. Just hold on just hold on, yeah. Papa. You do so want to take away at the <laughs> <a> time.
1: <laughs> so we love that. Sorry. And tough tough is
2: episode ten, isn't it? Uh, Papa. Yeah, Linda's episode mm-hmm. ten. Yeah, I've also got that here on my list, yeah.
1: Okay, it yeah. is Linda's episode and TAF stands for Trust for Urban Housing Finance and most people didn't know about that. It does mm. only urban housing and it does township. So that is such an incredible thing and look at that. The episode mm. kicked you in the butt. You got off your backside and you live yeah. in town.
2: You know town yeah, look, but I look, you didn't know. Now, yeah? first on my studio uh, when, when I listened <laughs> to that one. <laughs> So it just got me moving Um, because also when I got to listen to uh, Linda's podcast, I mean, maybe Miranda, you can come in. But yeah, I I mean, he just explained it just so well and in such uh, detail and in an easy enough uh, manner to understand. Okay. uh, Because for us, sometimes we have the view that uh, knowledge is power. But I'm seeing now through the podcast that it's not actually that knowledge is power, but the application. Of knowledge is is actually the oh power oh
1: my gosh so, yeah. what are you saying application yeah. because knowledge is exactly. what is power oh wow yep. Eh? Yep. Yes. yes yes actually now you've really turned this thing on its head because i was gonna yeah. start with one one takeaway but um okay let's start with this yeah. one my yeah. one takeaway from the episodes i'm gonna take um the episode 49 which is Doris Mbella and, Bella, and mm-hmm. episode 50, Leon Yo. How do we say his surname? He is Leon.
2: I think. Markowitz,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Leon is in eh? Even it is, yeah. so, oh no, he is, he is. But their strategy, and as you can see, they stayed yeah. with their strategy. Their strategy mm. is flipping. They find mm. dilapidated homes, they mm. flip them, they make them look beautiful. They sell them on or they rent them out. Right. Mm. So why, why is it important? Because I'm a mentor, I see all sorts of fears that people have. Everyone thinks, oh, my God, now I must buy these old houses. Now I must mm. flip them myself. Now I must. It consumes my time imagine yeah. if i'm a houseman or i'm a registrar or I'm, I'm 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 a manager somewhere i'm an accounting manager somewhere i don't have mm. the time for flipping but flipping uses other people's money mm. and it is a quick money spinner that means when mm. you are trying to supplement your income and doris really covers it very well in the episode that she had rental properties already but because she was trying to supplement her income, because rentals also come in tits and bits, but in flipping, you can get large sums of money very quickly. He would, she would find a house, flip it, sell it, and you get money in chunks of hundred and fifty, two
2: hundred thousand. 200,000. Did we lose uh, Mizo? I spoke about 100,000
1: yeah you get large chunks of money as in um, 150,000 200,000 at a time mm. so what i'm thinking is when you don't know where to start with property and you don't mm. know what strategy you are going to use which strategy has makes you money and what time do you have you can either do the flipping yourself of course time consuming mm. but if you want to keep mm. your job you become the other people's money you are the Mm. other people Mm. you provide Mm. the income you Mm. partner up with a flipping company you partner Mm. up with doris or leon and you are the one who's providing the equity but at the same time you are rolling over money very quickly Mm. because a flipping project can take anything from eight weeks sometimes five months sometimes and mm. even less sometimes and when it's a coordinated a very well coordinated flipping company what they do is that house when it is bought there's an agent already who is ready to advertise it right yeah. and mm, as okay. it yeah and at the time when it is being renovated they are beginning to market it yeah. as a as a as a property mm. that's going to be sold, that's how the money spins very quickly. I think it's a it's a great way of professionals yeah. who want to stay in their jobs. They have got money that's sitting in the bank. You can multiply it in 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 multiples of ten and fifteen. Yeah. Sometimes you know you get mm. very good returns in flipping. Mm. Of course, it affects your tax. So there's a there's another conversation to be had about how to deal with your with your tax in that regard. But flipping is a very, very good strategy for making money and becoming and partnering with other people. When you are a contractor, for instance, you know construction. You don't know how Mm -hmm. to find houses. You partner up with somebody else to find the house, somebody else, and then you do the construction and the agent sells it and somebody else is financing that. It's a very, very Mm -hmm. good strategy to employ. It really. Which episode really number is Doris? Is. Episode 49 is Doris. Episode 50 okay. is Leon. We didn't even realize we are doing two flipping one after the other. I'm going to add it right? to my list.
0: <laughs> yeah, right? we love- I know. I see you yeah. writing as <laughs> as we're talking, Papa. You're like, yeah. Okay, um, yeah. so my second takeaway is yes. um, just... This is just like what we've learned from the international community that we've had that has oh, yeah. been so gracious to come on the podcast. So Suriname, what we learned from Omaira in episode 47 yeah. is that Suriname, like how she described it, it's like there is no industry for real estate. She is literally writing the real estate law. The laws, real
1: estate law. You know?
0: Yes. They yes. don't have this concept of buying, selling, banks don't give money. But what we learned from that was just like that you can get creative, you know, yep. that even in an in a country where things are up in the air, you can get creative. And she taught yes. us so many interesting ways to think about things. Yeah. Right. And so There's that
1: opportunity, opportunity, opportunities,
0: yeah. even when things are falling apart in there's nothing going on so I think for me that was my takeaway from that and then the other episode was Jackie episode 56 which is literally the African continent, which was just like Jackie came and she just blew us away. She was like, let's not rely on one African country let's go to South Africa to Rwanda to Kenya to Nigeria. She just opened up our eyes to all these opportunities. And she was like, you don't even have to buy. You can just literally rent Rent the property and and then rent it out again. You know, do an Mm -hmm. Airbnb strategy. You can have properties all over the African continent that you don't own, but that you have leased and that you are now renting out under Airbnb. So she showed us that there was opportunity. There were opportunities we didn't even know. We learned about Mombasa. We learned about Nairobi. We Nairobi. also learned that there were uh, that there were companies that are offering U.S. dollar loans on the African continent for people that want to buy property in Africa. You can take out money in U.S. dollars, like uh, get uh, U.S. dollar-based loans, and then use that to buy property. It blew our minds, right? Yeah. So that mm-hmm. just like opened us up to a whole new possibility of what was possible, not just in South Africa, but like as a South African, you don't, you're don't, you not mm. limited to South Africa. Go to Kenya. Maybe Kenya is really yep. where you thrive. You yeah. know? Maybe Nairobi mm. is your place, or maybe Rwanda is the place where you are going to excel at this property investing thing. So that I loved. And then episode mm. 40 was Mawini, who taught us about guest houses. We've never had anyone else who comes and is doing guest houses. It was just just a step from hotels in Lesotho and taught us how she was doing it in Lesotho. And we learned about Mm. how also in Lesotho, she couldn't own the land, but she just did a long-term lease because in Lesotho, you can lease the land. And then she also did the same thing. She just leased the land and she started building guest houses. Incredible. Right? Really so incredible. we learned a lot from that. And then of course we had Papa, who's based who lives in South Africa as a South African citizen, but yeah. is originally Me. from uh, from Ghana, <laughs> right? And you were yeah. episode 36. So guys, go listen to his episode. He came and he taught us about uh investing in the inner city. And you were the first people, a person to tell us, you know, a lot of South Africans are ignoring. The CBD in Johannesburg. But like, when you go there, you find a lot of people from other countries coming to uh, find opportunities in the CBD, which also mm-hmm. opened up our eyes. So, yeah, we've had some really powerful <laughs> guests from other countries.
1: Yeah, I love that I international. Mm, <laughs> and I think I think we really need more from each of the 54 states or in yeah. in, in in Africa. Just to learn mm. what the the real estate opportunities are like. I really love that takeaway van and just mm. packaging it that way. It's 47, 40, 56, and 36. Go listen, yeah. guys. Gems yeah. of note. Yeah.
2: Takeaway number good, two, uh, Papa. Yeah. No, I think mine just take away from number two. Thank Thanks. I didn't realize I made the cut there. Um, <laughs> thanks for that one. No, I think guys, w- what I've seen is that uh, the podcast they really do unlock uh, uh, capital, um, that people yep. are able to access. And I think yeah. where I I got that, and I keep reminding you guys, is that some of us, I mean, we spend quite a bit of money um, in terms of trying to get property, um, education, and some people no. have, that I know have actually been ripped off completely. Yeah. And then you get to uh, an episode, where I think it was episode uh, 28 with uh, Nubs, where yeah. I mean, I'd actually spent so much money about five years ago, and all the information that I needed, I got from that podcast. Wow. Really? Wow. You see, and I mean, that, that podcast, it's, it's it's available, that you guys have made <laughs> available for free, and I find that your guests are quite, um, they give of generous. their, uh, share their knowledge, and they're very generous. Yeah. Um, And even like what I've been able to do now is, uh, he was the first person to make me think, have I calculated my return on investment uh, correctly? Mm. Uh, Because I was just happy that I was getting more money in compared to my expenses. But Mm. once I did the return on investment calculation, I realized quite a few of my units were, I think the return was close to 5%. Oh
3: gosh, Uh,
2: And then And he did say in the podcast that, what's the point of doing that? You might as well keep the money in the bank. And so then yeah. what I had to do then, <laughs> really? I practiced what he was talking about and I looked to see what value I could put in. And yeah. so instead of buying new units this year, I focused on um, renovating. And some of my units now, they've gone from turn of investment of 5% to um, 60%. I kid you not. Ooh. Wow. Wow. Papa. Just by applying yeah. the things that you know I, I'd learned from then. And that was on just yeah. um, episode 2. Uh, uh, 28, 28. Mm-hmm. Wow. um and, and it's just helped a lot uh, just to make life a bit easier and what's even happened now is that the people that have asked me that i'm actually managing their units so we've had to set up a management uh, a property management company it, it just happened by accident
3: wow. and i'm managing other people's
2: units because yeah. of the things that uh, that we've learned and and applying so we can give people peace of mind because now i've got peace of mind Does yeah. that make sense
0: so how do what's the yeah. how can people I like contact that. you for property management just
2: oh if they want to contact me insert uh, yourself in that So they can email me it's uh info.papabiz at gmail.com um, okay. or they can contact me on my cell phone number 79 uh, Um, yeah I think just with listening to a lot of these podcasts that you guys have put out I'm really grateful Uh, I have conversations with you guys I think two, three times a week listening to the podcast I like that I like that and what I like most or what with what
1: you're showing right now is one person will listen to the same episode 28 mm. or episode 40 or whatever and they get different takeaways and yeah. it kicks them into action because yeah. really why we did we did this 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 podcast was exactly that that they need to hear mm. it from someone who has done it someone who looks like yeah. them and who's doing it in the same city that yeah. they live in and somebody from Bloemfontein will take the same strategy or the same episode and go do something else different and we'd like to Mm. hear from from investors from other cities please and from other cities in the 54 states of africa really because this is what it is about i love that i love the five percent in a market that you can do 12 percent right from the jump you are doing five
2: percent come on right yeah well i mean what happens is that when the student is ready the teacher will appear so you guys appears. have appeared with your podcast congratulations to you guys thank,
1: thank you, you dear. thank you dear speaking of finance papa i really like what you said i took three episodes and put them together because I wanted to show people that there are various ways of financing a property Mm. and it depends where the property is sitting and it depends on the size and it depends on where you are in your journey of money Mm. and how much you have and you can start anywhere so I took Episode 35, Stuart's episode, we keep talking about it. It's a gem. It's about refinancing your primary house where you are mm-hmm. exactly so that you can finance your property journey. Some people want to wait until they have 200,000 in the bank. What if it never happens? This is how yeah, to build the the 200,000 mm. really yes. I, I mean if you you know when are you going to save 200,000 you wait a lifetime so mm. you've paid your mortgage for the 10 years or 15 years you are almost finishing off and it's like you're sitting on gold yeah. there you are right go and refinance and see if you can buy a mm. unit in town quickly 180,000 start collecting rent and keep going Right. Mm-hmm. Every six mm-hmm. months, you can refinance the new property that you have and keep going. Right. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. you spoke about tough. Why tough is important is that it finances inner city and townships because it's yeah. got the Bastandi yeah. element Mastandi. and the inner city. Inner city means in Bloemfontein, guys, TAF is there. Mm-hmm. In Pretoria, tough is there
2: in mm. Cape yep. Town,
1: Tough is there. You mm. know, they were trying to extend themselves when 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 COVID hit but this is the one financier. Their money is expensive, you know, you get prime plus 3% or more yeah. but you've got people that can finance what the bank says no to because our big yes. four doesn't like the risk of inner city. Yes. Nothing bad oh, about it but there you are. You have risked. That's one I one.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Yeah. over-exaggerated view of risk. Episode 64, most recent one, Christian. Christian speaks of commercial property. That means mm-hmm. your block of flats, Papa. You live mm-hmm. amongst those block, blocks of flats. You've got yeah. someone who is not only going to find you the finance. He prepares mm-hmm. your package. He prepares yeah. how yeah, to it. present it. Yeah, how to make it palatable to the financiers. And he knows the banks. He will tell you, mm-hmm. okay, f b right now, is not financing much. (laughs) net bank is the one that's dishing out the mortgages they know Mm. the industry and they know what the banks like so they will package you properly so that by the time it hits the table you are sure about the finance uh, about about being funded and how you package what your income is how you're going to turn around that building and what are the advantages of that building there's there's a whole thing you know it's like you are going for an interview you prepare yourself in a certain way. So financing property has got nine ways that I know of. I'm sure there are more, Mm. but I only know of nine. And so please go and listen to these episodes. I spoke of 10, 35 and episode 64. So good luck.
0: Yeah. And Misa, I'm going to ask you to do your last takeaway so that you can hop off soon because you've got somewhere to go and then I'll go
1: after you. So absolutely next Next, Mm -hmm. my last one my last one is my favorite one because um this is what van vanille's business does it wealthy money and i keep learning about it here. Yeah. i don't know if our guests realize that's what they are doing for us episode oh. 54 is leroy leroy yeah. speaks about hey, his leroy. drug addiction and how he yeah. turned his life around yeah. and how he is a successful developer right now yes. yeah leroy um, so leroy's Slava in episode 54 he speaks about his mindset when he was an addict And his mindset right now where he sees opportunity everywhere. And he speaks about how he went to seminars, he got a coach, he got to educate Mm. himself and he did short courses. Leroy didn't go to to, to as much university as the three of us did. But Mm. look at what property does with practical education. Leroy is a successful um, uh, developer. He owns a whole building with 100 units or more, something like wow. that in Boxberg. So yeah. what, what is what that about? And what episode is Leroy? Sorry to interrupt episode 54 um yeah 54 54. and that Mm -hmm. that for me is incredible because what I learned from Leroy I can text him and say Leroy what do you think of this property Mm -hmm. how's Jamison doing and whatever he knows the areas he knows auctions he knows flipping he knows development now like he is my resource as well, right? Mm. Episode 57 is the same. Ven um, knows Tony very well. He, mm. he, is, um, he is your mentor. Yeah, Tony, he is. <laughs> Tony came to our country and he was a physical trainer, right? Mm. He was a physical trainer. He is a successful um, investor now, property investor and property mentor.
3: Mm.
1: Again, how did he get in? Practical education short courses mentor seminar educate 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 and the the mindset of 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 someone who becomes successful in property investment is one who's willing to say i don't know anything
0: yeah Mm.
1: and you open yourself up to education and you're like what what else is there in property to do? Okay, can I follow nice. you around? So he knows flippy, he knows all the strategies. Ask Ben about him. He's a property <laughs> mentor and I like so that. So episode 57, 57. Yeah, I know. I mean, I mean, really, mindset is everything in yeah. property. And when, what, what I'm trying to show you here, it's like of Fin episode 25. You have got yeah. someone who was a domestic worker, you've got a physical trainer, you've got yeah. someone who used to be a drug addict, and they become successful property investors. Yes. Property doesn't discriminate, man. It I love like it.
0: <laughs> I love it. Wow, Mizor, that was such a beautiful takeaway. Yeah, I love it. I really oh do. the way you package that. Thank you so much. And I know you've got to love us and leave us now, so I'm not gonna yeah. hold you up. Papa and I yeah. will do our final takeaways and um Please. yeah, we'll get together and record the final part of the show. I'll come in so, and
1: listen later.
0: Yes. Yeah. Okay, we'll see you later then. <laughs> okay, guys. So let me Cheers, guys.
1: On I'll listen later. You know.
0: Okay, Okay. so let me do my third takeaway. So my third takeaway is township development, right? So episode 37 was Witness, who now does development in suburbs in South Africa. But he started off with township development. And the takeaway from that was how he started with his mother's property. It's just like we have Mm. this property in the township and we're going to make it into 11 units, you know, and make sure um, that we get tenants in there and and started cash flowing at a very high cash flow. And that for Mm. me, what I took away from that was start where you are. You know, most of the time we think like we need to go outside and do extra things, but no. And also what we learned from Witness is, he when he ran out of money he started with like even he shared a story about how he sold one of his properties to uh, someone he knew i think it was his mother's friend or something then he went back because he knew now she had money from the property and he asked her for money and to invest in another property of his Mm. in another um project of his because it's like i know she's got money because i just bought her property, like, right, like she just sold me a property. And so I know that I gave her money, and I can now go back and ask for that money for another project. That was so powerful, right? It's like just starting where you are with what you have, with the networks you have. So maybe you don't have a vast network, but you can tap into the network that you have and tap into the resources that you have. Then we had Kosi, who was episode 43, right? And Kosi shared, and this was such a beautiful episode because she got the money to buy land in Soweto okay. from her grandmother, right? Her grandmother, you guys, like who is in her 90s. And her grandmother has been investing in property for most of her life. So she saw the opportunity and she was like, I'll help you. And then she went to Mastandi to get, after three years of holding on to this property, she didn't give up, uh, holding on to the land, sorry. She didn't give up. And she went everywhere trying to get funding. She stuck with the project. She didn't go, oh, this is not going to work out. Then she went to Mastandi and she got funding and now she's got 14 units in uh, Soweto. So amazing, amazing. And like, so... I guess my takeaway from her is you just keep going. Like if mm-hmm. one thing doesn't work out, you try another. If you, She cho- she shared all the various places she went to get funding and she just kept going. When this didn't work out, she went to the next and the next. And then um, my final one was also Lebo in episode 46, right? How he is very much focused on um, doing basically like your waterfall city type developments in the township, so that we don't have to always leave for the suburbs. We can have our very own developments in where we are living in the townships, and he's doing so well. I think in mm-hmm. the episode it was about like over two hundred develop um, two hundred what units. It's massive. Go listen to him on episode forty-six. Incredible, and he also started from humble beginnings. Right, mm-hmm. went to university, got his degree, came back, and was like, "Property is the way forward." And now he's mm-hmm. doing massive, massive developments. So there is just so many. Like what we've learned is these. What we've learned, I think, from this particular takeaway from me is, uh, for me, is that. You can, you can start where you are and just keep growing because all these episodes, is just they share their journey of where they were and they just built from that. So, yeah, that's wow, my okay. final takeaway. And what's yours, Papa?
2: <laughs> no, I think that was, that was quite good. I, I think, you know, with me, I've always related to the uh, guys who uh, just give information where you can mm-hmm. understand quite clearly how they started. Because uh, for me, I mean, the way I work, I'll get intimidated when somebody talks about, oh, they've got 40 buildings and, yeah. you know, thousands of units. I think, yo, but okay, where does one start?
3: Exactly. Um, so, so that's what I've
2: uh, appreciated because I know that it was in episode uh, 15, actually with uh, Sandile, and it was just yeah. basics in terms of, I mean, he read, yes, he read so many books and he educated himself yeah. so much just before buying, I mean, that one investment property. Yeah. I mean, when when you, he explains the detail that he went into, that you understand why. Yes, it's just one investment property, but you know the the revenue that he receives is is thirty five thousand just from that yeah. one property, and you can see that's not by accident. Yep. See, that doesn't happen by yep. accident because he's actually invested the time to figure out how to do something like that. Uh, yeah. I mean, even when he spoke about. Uh, He's the one who made me really register now with regards to setting up and, and joining a TPN as well. Cause I'd wow. heard about it before and now I'm in a space where I need to vet tenants for people and so mm. on. But you know, when he just spoke about it so clearly I thought, but this makes so much sense. This isn't complicated. Yes. And when yes. he explained it like that and he showed how, for instance, TPN showed that the people who default the least or the people who skip rent the least or those who are paying rent between a and 5,000. And I thought that makes so much sense. I've seen that. Yes, I've yes. seen that uh, myself that, you know, these are not people who are, are, are defaulting. Just because now you're getting into a lower to medium uh, segment market, it doesn't mean that you can't create wealth there because we all want to run off, get some investment property in Santon and think that, you know, we're going to be the greatest. But, you know, do the numbers actually make sense? I really uh, appreciated uh, that as well. I think the last one that I wanted to add was actually from Brian Sango. He was episode 44. <laughs> yeah, that was a good it was one.
0: one of the,
2: yeah, it was good. And I think with him, it was one of the first that I listened to where it wasn't as heavy in your podcast from an investor, but more yes. from like a, a, a professional in the industry. Yes. Yeah. And it was so weird because as he spoke, I realized, no, wait a minute. His company is the one that I've been buying uh, properties from. No uh, way. I, I didn't even r- realize, you know, because I used to wonder how is it possible that the, the company is based in Cape Town but you're always shown yeah. by somebody who lives in Joburg, the flat, but they're <sighs> not the agent, so you just yeah. connected the dots, I was like, oh, that's, okay, that's, oh, that's how it works, but, um,
0: wow.
2: mm, but I like that's this incredible.
0: because,
2: if you recall, I mean, this was a very, very inspirational story.
0: It was, it was. We've had so many incredibly inspirational mm. stories on the show, but yeah, it and was. in I terms mean, of, you
2: know, just chasing a dream, yeah. you know, because it's just- Literally. It was to always go back <laughs> to, you know, because his dream was just so uh, in front of him and it just,
3: yeah. rema-
2: you know, you listen to something like that and you get inspired and then yeah. you think, okay, cool. Let me move from inspiration to perspiration. Let me get to work. Yeah. I can also just do the next basic step. Let's not overcomplicate yeah. this um let me go view another property let me go view another apartment and let me listen to another podcast actually that's sometimes the next action is just actually to listen to another podcast um and then you get more information so that you know okay let me take this step by step it's it's not that complicated
0: Yeah. yeah i will say what the podcast has done like just what you've said right it's like it's almost like made me realize that like Yes, there will be all these hiccups, all these challenges, all these fears. But like then we went like then I went and when Tony came on board, I was like, hey, we need a mentor. We've now got this Mm. building. How do we go ahead with it? We need help with funding it, with construction, with everything. He was like, "Okay," because you listen to the podcast and then you go and you try to do. And then there's all these other things that happen in the process and you're like, damn like this wasn't really covered in the podcast because your situation is unique but I think what the podcast does it just gives you all these people that you can reference all these resources it gives you books it gives you all this other stuff and so from there that's how I met Christian and then from Christian we've been into uh, we've been um referred to a town planner so there's like all Mm. these other things that are going on it's like Whoa, there's so much, but it doesn't, I won't lie. It doesn't feel so like I'm never going to be able to get through this. We're never going to be able to jump through this hurdle. It's this challenge that's never ending because now we've got this team and we've got all these people that are constantly helping us now. And I think yeah, that I, I wouldn't know that I needed any of this until the podcast.
2: Yeah, and I think if I can add as somebody who listens from the outside I mean something that yeah. I, I see quite clearly is that uh, and you guys talk about it often but you see the different guests that you're interviewing including yeah. myself when I come on you know yeah. none of us know everything but yes. uh, the more that one um, listens to you know you learn to understand more and more but yeah. even more than that you have these relationships and yes. what do we say what do you guys say in the thing which is that your network you know, then becomes your net worth yeah. because all of these relationships yes. are forming part of, uh, of an enhanced uh, network that's available yeah. to you guys. But it's also yeah. actually available to us as well. I'm not sure you're aware. It's also available to us because right. contact details. I, mean, I must tell you when we went after listening to uh, Linda's podcast, I mean, we actually went to TAF during, uh, it was still part of the lockdown and so on. Yeah. So when we got there, the security like, no, there's social distancing. You're not allowed in the building um, do you have an appointment? <laughs> And we said, look, we don't have an appointment, but Linda said that we should come here. <laughs> <laughs> so they call and then Linda's not there. And then somebody else answers from Tough and they're like, do you have an appointment with Linda? And we said, no, but Linda said we should come when we find a building. So <laughs> then they said, look, they'll send the details back to him. So now as we're leaving the building, we're waiting. Somebody yeah. rushes down and they're like, I'm so sorry, um, Linda's not available. Can I help you? And yeah, that's how we got to meet the tough representative who's like, you know, helping us along the way. And only later we told him, look, we've never met Linda. I mean, we heard him from a podcast, but he said, when we find a building, we must come. So we came.
0: You guys took it literally. And I love that because like, there's so many people that like uh, listen to the podcast and they apply what they hear. I'm one of those people, right? I'm like, I'm listening and I'm taking notes and I'm just like, okay, that's the next step. Apply, 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 you know? And it's just been such an interesting journey. So I really hope that anyone listening to this takes that away, that like, it's not just like, you start where you are. So you listen to episode 35 with um, Stuart and you're like, all I have is refinancing, is the ability to, is this house, let me go talk to a mortgage originator and find Mm -hmm. out Mm -hmm. how might I qualify for. That even if that's your only step, and then afterwards you're like, what do I want to buy? What do I want to buy? You listen to all the other podcasts and you learn about mm. strategy, right? And then you go back and you say, this is what I want to finance. Oh, that is so powerful. Mm. So for me, then, I mean, that's to- what, I took, what I take away from the podcast.
2: No, and I think it makes a lot of sense. I mean, what I've seen as well is how many of your guests have just talked about using Um, other people's money. And for me, it was always, how would you get access to use other people's money? You need to uh, be the main person and so on. But the weird thing that that I've been seeing now is that uh, with us and listening with the podcast is that because now we've gone and seen so many different buildings, you you start to see so many opportunities and you talk to people around about these opportunities. And then now it's like we get people where uh, they want to invest um, and they've mm. got money aside that they're asking, can we join you? And I mean, even in the current project that we're working on, you know, mm. I had to tell a lot of people, no, because the partner that I'm, I'm working with, uh, he just wants him and myself currently to work on that uh, building yeah. project. Uh, that and then I realized, invite... oh, but, but just like the, the guys talked about on the podcast, here's um, other people with, when other opportunities come, that's other people's money. It's not that complicated. It's really yeah. not that complicated
0: yeah 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 that's what um that's what my sister and i are doing with this building it's like we really want to learn and luckily for us or unluckily whichever you're looking at it we chose like uh tony keeps saying wow you guys went and you just found the building that is great to buy financially, right, that we're getting at, like, an incredible unicorn price. And then there's all these other legal things and other things that come with it that we haven't even heard on the podcast, you know? That's just, like, all new, all these challenges. So it's like, yeah, you guys are, like, in the school of learning now, right? Like, it's like... Mm -hmm. These things are not covered anyway. So that's why we're having to go and find out what happens when you don't have a plan. What happens when this happens? Do, do, do. So there's all these incredible things. Like we've had to learn how to renegotiate an OTP. And sure. Like literally my, my sister was like shaking. She's like, oh my God, can we really ask this off the OTP? We're like, we're asking, you know? Because, like, mm. there's all these other challenges around the building, which is an incredible building, which you've gone to see, right? Yeah, well, I've but seen it, It's,
2: yeah. it's very good.
0: other paperwork stuff that's there mm. that we're, like, having to work through. And so that means that literally the seller and the seller's conveyancer have come back to us, and they've had to meet us halfway, and they are so sure. supportive. So literally working with the seller and the seller's conveyancer to make sure that we get the funding as well. And we're Mm. learning so, so much in the process. And I guess, like, because the conveyancer said to us, like, he sees that we're really serious and we're putting in the work. So Mm. when it came to renegotiating the OTP, they were so willing. So this comes Mm. back to relationships, right? Because we've, like, literally, I don't think that they were planning to be this involved in the process. (laughs) But, like, we (laughs) had to go back and forth with them it's been a learning process. And also, yeah, we're building relationships along the way because we're like asking questions and we're learning. And I think what what has had to happen is to just say, listen, guys, we don't know. This is our first project, please help us. And I find that when we do that and we're learning to just being willing to learn, people have been willing to come to the party. You know, they've been like, yeah, okay, we're in this now. We see how much sweat you're putting in. How do we make this work? How do we structure this in a way that works for us and works for you as well? That has been such an aha moment.
2: Yeah, and I think just in terms of, you know, when we talk about uh, learning, I mean, what I've seen as well is that it's almost like you're learning because you've seen that you've made a mistake here or there. Mm -hmm. And then you get to realize, like, the idea that – making a mistake is bad. I mean, that's actually a, a bad idea. Yeah. You know, because yeah. the, otherwise, how else are we going to be able to learn and, yeah. and to move forward? Because we'll listen yeah. to people's stories. And of course, there's a quite a level of detail. But, yeah. you know, once you start applying, you see that, you know, our situation will actually be quite different. Yeah. Um, there are things that we we didn't know, you know, what we're supposed to do here. We need a mentor in place. I mean, yeah. I, <laughs> just on a small level. I remember when I did my first, um, <laughs> Renovation for uh, one apartment where uh, I think the return was about 12%. And then yeah. so now we made it into four rooms instead of two. Now, yeah. the uh, very first month, actually for two, three months after that, I struggled with getting um, a rental for one of the rooms because it was wow. a, a tenant and it was just back and forth and so on and so forth. But, you know, I, I learned from that and now the place is fully let and it's giving the return that I wanted, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's quite high now,
3: nice. but now
2: we've learned, I made a mistake and now I'm not doing that mistake anymore. And, yeah. um, and that's how we move and, and improve.
0: Mm, yeah. Wow. So thank you so much, Papa. Like, I feel like we've gotten so much from this Christmas episode. Yeah. Um, I want to ask you to please give people your contact details again so that they can know how to reach you i know people are probably thinking wow like the way he has applied the podcast lessons i want to learn more from him or i just want him to manage the apartment so okay no, that's once fine more, uh, please tell us how we get hold of you
2: so they can get hold of me uh, my number is zero seven nine double eight seven zero eight double seven and if they want to email they can email uh, info dot uh, papabiz at gmail.com papabiz is p-a-p-a-b-i-z papabiz at
0: gmail.com yeah. okay thank you so much for coming on hey, the thanks show. for having me
2: guys it's it's been nice to be a part of this i'm hey and i'm listening to about what two three sometimes four podcasts per week because i'm just pulling this stuff wow. up it's whenever i'm at the gym i just listen to the podcast so it's nice wow. to be a, a part of this now <laughs> yeah we're,
0: we're very happy to have you as a part of it so guys thank you for tuning in we're going to move on to the next segment of the show which is where Niza and i are going to share our takeaways in terms of the books that people have mentioned and books that we have read this year that you will like so stay tuned for um, magical expansion cheers thank everyone you. bye cheers hey guys so welcome to the last part of today's podcast we're going to share with you the books that have the resources actually which resources. is a book and a resource <laughs> that have been keeping us going in 2020 and have got mm. us all riled up so i'm gonna yeah. have miso start us off because her favorite thing my is my favorite yeah it's books
1: <laughs> <laughs> my favorite is books i'm gonna tell you my number one book that um I think I, you know, I had kept it in my in on on, on, on on my bookshelf for many years, for like four years I've had cash flow quadrant and then ended up buying the audiobook and then the audiobook was not enough. So I had to go and read the physical book and finish wow. it. Yeah. So See, I quadrant, told you it's the one. <laughs> it is the one. I <laughs> really, really, such an awesome book that should be given to all. Um, university graduates and college graduates, right? Because we all run from our corporate jobs, then I shared this on an Instagram Live that I did last week, that we all run Mm. away from a corporate job and think, I'm gonna be self-employed, I'm gonna be self-employed, but self-employed will enslave you (laughs) itself. Yes, not enough to be an entrepreneur, it must be an entrepreneur that builds a business and a business that impacts your community all communities Mm -hmm. and that employs other people and you can take yourself out of the business oh my goodness i am such a big advocate of that and the reason i'm prop doc mom is exactly that that i can doctor on my own terms i can property invest and I and it gives me time and an opportunity to mother my child you know she 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 needs time and when you are single mom you have to juggle job this this but I juggle it much better because property investment gives me some breath
2: and Mm. gives me some
1: time to be at home while I do my property stuff so really enjoyed cash flow quadrant I think Robert Kiyosaki it's a big misnomer that real dead, to a, uh, to dead is the biggest book my biggest book of his now has become cash flow quadrant go try Thank it you. i really enjoyed it i really enjoyed I it what saying did you love? This. i
0: know oh my gosh i've been saying this Couldn't. right so um okay so i love that and then um, my other book which you've also read right is my book that i really feel like made my entire 2020 was chill premiere
1: oh my gosh
0: guys i would be reading this book and screenshotting everything for the money magic and then like sending me everything on whatsapp being like you need to get this book like right now i need you to read this book so we can discuss it like you know by the end i think after the first three days miso was just like let me just get this book
1: because you're not gonna get this book come on
0: (laughs) i think she didn't understand why i was going on about this book so
1: i do I did now she gets it. I right? Like, but when I was like, you I get need it. to. I get you. It. What was the most it. special? I mean, what was so so special for you? Because <laughs> for for me, it is all oh, repetition of what we do at the money magic, uh money magic. That's train. what I
0: loved about it. Okay. It was principle. like I kept, so you, was, yeah. I kept saying to you. Remember, I kept saying to you. I feel like I'm hearing myself speak, but somebody else wrote the book and it's hearing myself speak. So what I loved about this book, guys, was it was just a confirmation for me and affirmation of the work that I teach around increasing income and ease right? Yeah. That cousin, mm-hmm. that ease is the cousin of expansion. So I've been saying this for years, That's like true. the Money Magic students have got like little memes and have quoted me on that because I'm a big believer that what we've been taught about making money and scaling actually doesn't work when we apply the hard work theory to it. It almost requires yeah. for us to scale dramatically and say quadruple um, our income or even 10x our income. We have to start thinking differently in terms of ease, like, how can I do this yeah. whilst working working less or less hours? Because that's when we will start to unlock things. Which I think cash flow quadrant part of why I love it is also along those lines. I think there's a it whole is. parable a parable that I remember about him talking about the water uh, the parable of the waters right water. where like there's yeah. the one guy that's like carrying a bucket of water uphill uphill Up <laughs> Up and then there's the one guy that figures out how To automate everything, do it faster. Like carry like ten buckets in one hour or something. And this is literally what Chillpreneur is all about, which is literally what I teach, right? Which is like my entire thing is yeah, build a business that just allows you to scale, but not only allows you to scale, but that. You don't need to be selling at all times in order to, um, you don't need, well, you're selling in different ways, but you don't need to be in the business, working on the business for you to make money every single
1: month. Every single month. And what I love, what I love that I think children was written with women in mind by a woman who, understands you want to have the children you want to have yeah. your marriage you want the mm. business you want the money yeah. you want the lifestyle and you want to impact yeah. your communities so really children you know just navigate you through that i think it was written for women yeah. it is um it my it's my new manifesto really really loved it yeah. denise denise daphil thomas yes
0: yeah denise daphil thomas yeah okay
1: that's a lovely book. That's a lovely book. Again, isn't it true? I chose a local book. I read many. Yeah. Times, what, I, what, I, what I loved about this book, it's, it's not just about money, it's written by Witness Midata. Witness was on our podcast in episode 37, very popular yeah. um, episode as well. It's another manual. What he does in that, in that book, which I really, really appreciate, is firstly, he's very young. He's 30. Mm-hmm. And number two, he has written about things that you and I know, the things that are tangible that you can yeah. take and turn into a business. Right. Yeah. And turn them into a business so that you have cash flow, so that you, it leads you to the, your next business. Mm-hmm. And then it leads you to property investment yeah and the book is so holistic that he's written to his daughter there's a chapter on his daughter chapter to his son he's written about marriage and why he speaks for marriage you know there are things that that happen in a marriage when two people share values and they can they can carry on and they can build a property portfolio only if their values are looking at the same thing you know maybe a husband who values cash flow, who doesn't value spending, or a wife that values cash flow. So he's written about that and then how to manage your property portfolio. It's such a full manual, simply written, and because he is a gassy boy, someone who you can relate to, it is such a simple book to read. Yes, I've read it twice over and I've got notes all over the place. And you go and apply small little. So there's a manual, written yeah. by a South African like if nothing else this year, you know, over these holidays because I envisage another lockdown van Gile. I really yeah. think this is this is this should be one of the lockdown books that South Africans should read. So yeah. property investor uh, who's become an author but he, he writes about the holistic model of how mm. to run your business there are things that you may not agree with inside of the book he talks yeah. about a lot of hard work but they are in 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 terms of property investment I think mm. it's such a good place to start
0: wow okay. Wow, that's amazing meo it is it's amazing. Wow. It's
1: Oh, That's I missed cool. that. <laughs> oh we didn't get that what you were saying. Oh, I was saying it's our local South African manual, so mm. really, really good. you know he he really simplifies the the principle of getting into business,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow, that's amazing.
1: It is. What's your book number two, Vangaila?
0: Book number two for me is Feel to Heal, Releasing Trauma. Um, What is the full? I'm trying. (laughs) It's actually on my Kindle, Releasing Trauma Through Body Awareness and Breathwork Practice. It's by Gittin Tonkov. Um, It's a really, really amazing book. So for me, I mean, it's not a money book, right? But I'm a big, um, a lot of my work is around trauma. So I have spent most of this lockdown, um, researching and reading up on trauma, how trauma is processed in the body how we store trauma i'm very like i feel like i'm becoming quite a nerd on the nervous <laughs> system right but i do this because it is my work like i i ask very specific i'm trying to understand some very specific things Around trauma because we are in the middle of a pandemic and collective trauma. So, why this book for me has impacted me, right, is because I've been doing breath work, right, and Mm -hmm. this this year with um, everything that's happened, I never ever thought I was going to teach breath work um, and edit into my work. But why this has become such a this book or so. Powerful for me was because a I wanted to go to the I was supposed to go to Turkey to get a breathwork certification based yes. on this book. Oh, I and forgot about this. Yeah, biodynamic uh, breathwork. So I've been doing the co- some of the courses online and everything, but also because I believe that for us to expand and grow it's not just about the property itself. It goes deeper. It's about understanding Why some of us take action when it comes to property? Why some of us don't? Why is it that some of us, even when we have great um, uh, property investment opportunities, we don't take advantage of them or we completely sabotage and trauma can explain that. So my whole thing is and always will be, I think with my work, how do you help people um heal um the best word to use actually isn't so much to heal but it's to integrate trauma, trauma so that they integrate. can yeah to integrate trauma in the nervous system so yeah. that i can go and build up the property portfolio in That's not say 10 years but in a space of what i can do in 10 And I'm a big believer that if we can find a way to integrate trauma and start to um, uh, heal the parts of us that are stopping us from tapping into our greatest creativity or stopping us from um, uh, taking action because it doesn't feel safe where money is concerned, we can start to really create the... Big magic that Elizabeth Gilbert talks about for creatives but for in creative, the money space.
1: Yeah. So you know yeah. when you started then you started almost like an apology of, well, it's not a property book or it's not a business book and i can see i can see where it fits in and let me tell you about um two or three three of my mentees started their portfolio and this and because the first session starts with a gps i want to locate where you are what's your money story where are you emotionally and where are you investment and money Mm wise, and all three of them started with you know I could never have spoken about property because you know what happened to my mom
3: mm. my
1: a contractor ran away with her money she yeah. took her pension money and built the, yeah. the other one including myself at home the house yeah. that my mom lives in was built by three builders we had yeah. trauma upon trauma upon trauma so property was never mm. in my radar because my goal, yeah. all i knew was that contractors will come take away your money and run. Mm. And, then, and that's all we knew. Yeah. And so you can never see pro- a property portfolio as your wealth builder yeah. when you are still carrying that trauma. So can you yeah. see how, and I, I like when you say integrate, because no one yeah. is asking you to forget it or forget yeah. that trauma, but integrate it into this business so that you don't re-traumatize yourself exactly. or re-attract the same, oh man, that's such a yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> <That's> like, <I laughs> no, you it. don't have to
0: like whatever I <laughs> teach in the yep. Money Magic course. You guys are not. The thing is that the beauty is that this this work is like these books, as you can imagine, around trauma. are just so. Dense, for lack of a better word. They are exciting and amazing to me, right? But I can understand that when, (laughs) like, he even has a section on the amygdala, how the brain communicates, the nervous system. But for me, it's exciting. And what I think, what I get from that is I understand the theory. And because of the work that I do, it's about how do I take what I understand theoretically and what I understand from doing so much work with hundreds yeah. of people around trauma. How do I yeah. then create exercises that can help us work with this and go beyond this, right? Okay. So I'm yeah. reading to understand the theory so that I can create very practical exercises. So you guys don't have to read that, Mizo. Like you're already getting the benefits <laughs> of the practical stuff in the money magic course. Well, so you'll probably I, be doing I,
1: this and all now of that is not to me and I'm just like A second year again, no thank you. I shall pass. <laughs> <laughs> so let's do the third resource. Okay. Because we are podcast uh homes, we also listen to other people's podcasts and we just yeah. thought, okay, let's tell people about an, um um an additional resource that we use. We yeah. listen to other people's tunnels, whether they are property or not. We, we yeah. I live on podcasts, you know. The only <laughs> money I spend on my phone is data. That's it, because in my car, there's no radio allowed. So that I really love. There is a podcast called Investing for Good that was started by two mothers, Julie Lem and Anne Dickerson. And Junilem and and Dickerson, yeah. They run a syndicate fund, uh, Then They run an over a billion dollar syndicate fund. They run a property portfolio. And how they started it, they are both CEO and COO. They were in executive positions. They were exhausted from their jobs. And they took whatever money they had. And put it together, and started buying properties so that it gives them gives them an opportunity to be with their families rather than be at work for 12 hours and 9 hours. Oh. They run syndicate funds. So how they run this um, a company called Good Egg Investments, they run it so that more mothers can passively invest. They're like, while you, we are building for you and with you because we are the property experts. We run the money. We have got the financial systems to run it. We've got the legal mm-hmm. systems to run it. Bring your 50000 here. We'll invest. We'll run your property yeah. portfolio. You get the returns. And they mm-hmm. work such that your passive income, the 50000 that you put in, $50,000, because it is a U.S. syndicate fund, um, yields you minimum of 12%. No less. Wow. Sometimes you get twenty nine percent from a property because wow. they've got people looking for the properties. They have got agents who find them the properties. They have proper a property management uh, company that runs the the rentals and make sure that mm. it's always tenanted. So if you are looking for a a way a place to work less, spend more wow. time with your family and live your best life. I'm telling you, good. (laughs) I even wrote to them on LinkedIn to see if I can't invest with them. But it is a US-based and it does Uh. cater only for, yeah. But what's wrong? But why not? Why can't we run our own? And I've been talking to one of our guests, Doris Mbela, is possibly run going to be running a, a a syndicate fund like that she just needs wow. to sort out the legalese and how people you know we call them stock fails here but it's going to be run differently as a in a property portfolio. Mm. it's one of my favorite podcasts because they are so relaxed and because they are females i guess i it's easy for me to you know so weekly that's my that's my weekly feed Wow, Mizo,
0: that sounds amazing. I did not know about
1: this. Ah, good. They are so good, Ven. And I think it's, it's one of the things that you teach. It's another one that I look at and I'm like, $1 billion fund, you see? <laughs> and I gasp, but there is nothing impossible because that's exactly mm. what we need mm. to be doing because it gives them an opportunity. When one is working hard, the other one, tends to relax and have their babies. And they both run their families and they've got husbands and children at home. So I really wow, like Wow,
0: and you know, we've been taught that like when you're running a billion dollar fund, you need to be constantly at work. working, no. not stop. No. This is incredible. Thank you for yeah. sharing that. That is such an incredible resource.
1: Investing for good. Find it on iTunes, on Podbean and on Spotify. Julie Lem and Annie Dickerson. Love it, love it.
0: I'm going to, I'm going to look into it. That is amazing. Yeah. Um, so my other, my interesting push? podcast, I was like, okay, I can't be sharing all like the yoga <laughs> podcast. And uh, like, I'm like, okay, guys, we do. I do actually listen to real estate and <laughs> money <podcast. laughs> Um, My favorite right now is on YouTube it's uh, called shelter mode guys go look at it it's shelter mode and it's all about shipping containers it's okay incredible so if you love beautiful houses and designs which i right. know i loved but apparently i do um they take you through shipping containers so shipping containers are the new way uh affordable way to build sort of yeah yeah like there's all these incredible things that people are doing with shipping containers so what they do is they feature shipping container homes from all over the world i've seen shipping container homes in the middle of a desert in the us i've seen shipping container homes there's this incredible shipping container home that they featured. From South Africa, and it was built around a rock and everything in it. And like, they had right. how um, everything in the shipping container home for this Cape Town home was um, reusable, everything. Like, the furniture was reusable, everything, but you can't tell. It is just the most gorgeous thing. So, it's looking what? at, um, Yeah, it looks at design. It takes you through what makes the house a beautiful design concept, how they were able to cut costs on certain things. So I'm learning a lot about also how do you cut costs? How do you improve space? How do you make beautiful designs? um, uh, we lo- They look at like um, how the best ways to build a home. They look at hotels made from shipping containers. Like basically it's everything. There is so much going on in the shipping container space. And I can talk about it for I, hours I right love now it. actually when I think about yeah. it. And I remember you
1: shelter mode. <laughs> you sent me one link. That had yeah. a whole um, yoga studio that, that had been built in a, in a shipping container. But that was like months ago. That was years. probably
0: from Shelter So yeah. they feature
1: everything. Wow. They look at,
0: uh, so one week they'll have like a yoga studio. Another week they'll have a hotel. Another no week way. they'll have like a guest house. Yes, another week. Love it. And the beauty is they will literally take you through how this house was built. What are yeah. some of the designs that make it unique, and mm. how do they um, make those designs possible? So, like, mm. I'm learning all these random things about, yeah. I guess, architecture and shipping containers. And actually, as I'm talking now, I'm realizing like that actually I've learned a hell of a lot. I just, I just it like, okay, I'm just mm. watching this, and it's just. Wow, you get to see beautiful homes and you also get to see what people, what I've been interested in is some of the high end, um, how shipping containers are being used for high end oh, high luxury end. hotels and Airbnbs. That is actually oh, wow. quite massive. Yeah, it's a huge trend. Yeah. And of course, That's they've awesome. also got shops. And I've got one bonus thing to share with you guys yeah. as well. You know, the rat mm-hmm. race game, right? Um, that they have. Yeah, um, I know that. Which right. dad put at. Yeah. Well, I don't know if any of you guys have yeah. ever heard of a game, um, an app called Money Race. Um, like no. money and race. And that's also one of my favorite things. I literally play. I don't have any games on my um, on my cell phone at all. Phone. The only game that i have is money race Mm -hmm. right and money race is an app that you can download and you can start playing and it will help you figure out what your money story is it has helped me figure out so many things as to oh this is this mindset is what stops me from elevating to the next level. So it's all about trying to get you to create passive income. And it has many options as well. Like you can start a business, you can invest in property, you can do all these things. And there's a balance sheet and an income statement, you can go to the bank to ask for money, you can think of various ways to get to financial freedom. And then, at every point, it takes you to the next level and the next level and the next level. I have shared wow. this with the Money Magic students, So oh, as a resource. Uh, <laughs> uh, clearly, Misa, you did not read the resource. I have never. Never. I, I did compiled not so obviously for you guys. <laughs> I have a resource sheet for Money Magic students, guys. I know. All it is Gosh. is like all the incredible resources that they can use for various things. But, yeah, yeah, if you want to check it out, check out Money Race. That is also a very, very incredible resource. Um, this app is just really cool. You know, so Money, usually when I have Money account, Race app. Yeah, it's an app. Uh, you get it on Android, but it should also be available on iTunes. I literally mm, just, will have it. on my downtime, I just play that.
1: That's okay. it.
3: Yeah. That's so, a
0: good,
1: thing to, that's a good <laughs> game to 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 a waiting game when you are waiting on your queue or something like that i'm gonna have a look at.
0: yeah it. you're gonna get addicted though because i'm always like oh i've got 30 minutes of downtime an hour later i'm like okay so i did this i did this now i'm at the next level and then like i just want to go and i see because it kind of tells you in how many rounds did you get to passive income? Passive
1: income. Yeah, wow. so you
0: have many. I'm going to have rounds. a look. I'm
1: really going to have a look over the holidays. Well, guys, that's all we had for you for yeah. the resources and daily um, to magical feedback. And we thought, let's share some interesting stuff that we do. I want to, at this point, wish every one of you a safe Christmas because we don't talk about Mary anymore. We talk about a mask and a sanitizer safe um, <laughs> Christmas. So uh, please spend time with your, with your immediate families where, wherever you are. Stay still and let's meet again on the New Year's episode.
0: Yeah, guys, thank you so much. Have a Merry Christmas. This episode is going to come out a few days after Christmas. So we hope that you've enjoyed your Christmas. Uh, Merry Christmas. And we'll check you out in the new year.
1: Yeah. Happy holidays.
0: Thank you for listening, Property Magicians. My name is Vangile Makwakwa and I am your host on the show. I help people heal their ancestral money stories so that they can fall in love with their their bank accounts, become financially free and live their best lives. So if you would love to increase your income or you'd love to pay off your debts and increase your savings, contact me. You can contact me on the Wealthy Money website at wealthy-money.com. Again, wealthy-money.com. Or you can email me at vangile at wealthy-money.com. Again, vangile at wealthy, Again, at wealthy Find me on Facebook on the Wealthy Money group or on the Wealthy Money page. Or find me on Twitter and Instagram as Vangile Makwakwa. Now over to my co-host.
1: Thank you for listening. I am Dr. Miranda Prop Doctor. Doc Mom on all the social media platforms, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I'm the host of Property Magicians podcast, and I'm a property mentor. I mentor newbie property investors to help them to begin and to take action. Your journey into property investment begins with me, from property registration, from property company registration, to Picking the correct strategy that suits where you are at, find me on my inbox at miranda at again inbox me at miranda at wealthymoney.com if you want me to help you start your property journey